This is Jess and Diane, and welcome to Millennials in a Box, a podcast about life, love, and the general madness that is existence. While trapping ourselves in a box, aka our recording booth, we discuss a myriad of suggested topics and share how being a millennial may impact and inform our views. Enjoy the show. Yes, please enjoy. Hello and welcome to another episode of Millennials in a Box. I'm Jess here. And I'm Diane here as well. (laughs) And what is the topic of today, my dear Diane? The topic of today is friendships and whether or not attraction... Question mark? Question mark can happen or doesn't happen. Does it ruin it? Does it ruin it? Can it it actually lead to a really good friendship? Uh. Or not. Yeah. And does it get complicated? Ugh. I feel like this just sounds complicated. We, I did make it very complicated and very unclear. But we are here to straighten it out. Or not. Or not. <laughs> or just explore the complicated spider web that is relationships. And friendships. Yeah. Well, friendship is a type of relationship. <gasps> no. Yes. Who said that? Everyone hears relationships and they think love. And it's like, no. But it's just the people in your life that you interact with. Very good. Oh, 10 points. Do I get a gold star? 10 points to Gryffindor. Griffin, yes. (laughs) Griffin, yes. That was terrible. That was amazing. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Harry Potter would be proud. This is why we are friends. (laughs) Because you celebrate my silliness. Thank you. Yes. And you judge mine. Yes. So everyone wins here. Let's have a tea chink. Chink. We're drinking tea. We're drinking tea. Because Jess is sick, and so this is called sympathy beverage. I I could sneak a little rum or something in there if you want. No, no, no. Let's not do that. Let's not be those people. (laughs) One day. I mean, I'm (laughs) drinking so much tea, you would think I'm a Brit. I know. I know. But my my mum would say... You shouldn't keep the tea bag no, in the tea. I know. Yeah, that's like I a know. big no-no. But I don't have a place to put the bag right now. This is why old tea sets had that little cup mm. underneath, because then you could take the bag out, stick it on the little... Oh, it's a saucer. Saucer. It's a saucer. It's a saucer. Mm, sauce. Saucery. <laughs> sauce. My, saucy. Da- my dear original. Anyway, saucy friends. Do you have any saucy friends? <laughs> I have a many a saucy friends, you being one of them. Thank you. Okay. So, you are Jess. I am. You are attracted to the male species. Uh, unfortunately, yes. I'm sorry. And do you have male friends? I do. And how's that? <laughs> how's that? How is that experience? How is that experience? So, talk I me mean, through the ages. Through the ages. Okay, so when I was younger... And uh, just like just yesterday, I know it feels like just yesterday when I was coming into my own. Ooh, nice, good phrase. Actually, I won't. I won't use that phrase because it wasn't really true. When I was younger, (laughs) younger, like in middle school and high school, and I was just starting to realize that I liked boys. Yeah. uh, (laughs) I did what boys do to girls, which is if I liked someone. Uh. I either teased them or completely ignored them. Mm. So I'm the type of person that I was the introvert. Like, I'd be, like, looking away from you and just kind of peeking out of the corner of my eye. And I would be imagining the scenario that we get married and have three kids. And it's great. And that was our future. And it was wonderful, even though we've never talked. (laughs) So, yeah, younger me was a little rough. Um, When I got to college, I tried to be a bit more 
interactive with men. Okay. Uh, boys at that, that point. Interactive with men. <laughs> interactive with men. Technical term. I mean, I was still considered pretty much a prude in college because, you know, I didn't go out a lot and, you know, I didn't lose my virginity until I was 24. So mm-hmm. I was definitely a prude for a while. In the best sense of the word. Well, it's not like you judged people. No, of course not. Yeah. And I feel like technically that's better than what I did because I just had sex to like, okay, let me get over it. Yeah. Well, I did that at 24 get too. Over with so it's, it. it's yeah. get it over with. There, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's the one. But that was the same thing I experienced as well. I think a lot of women go through that stage of just feeling like we just need to get it done. And that's not a very healthy right. way it's of looking not. at it. <laughs> but sometimes if you feel, and it might not even be true, but if you feel, oh, people around me are doing it, then it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, there's something wrong with me if I don't do it, so I've got to do it and be yeah. really uncomfortable. Yeah. So within that time frame Ugh. of, like, college to when I joined the military at 25, mm-hmm. uh, I was still very uncertain. Like, most of the interactions I had with men, it was the potential was there. There's always okay. that potential. It's like, oh, are they are they attractive to me? Like, I was sizing them up. Yeah. And, yeah, I realized very quickly that that wasn't, a very healthy way of going about friendships with men <laughs> because you're judging them based off of that initial interaction and mm-hmm. their physical attractiveness. So I was very shallow way of looking at my friendship with men. Mm-hmm. With women, I was never like that because it, it was never a, an option. It, right. it was never a possibility. So very much I would get to Are know women. Are you saying women. you're friends with me because I'm ugly? <laughs> no, because you're a woman. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god, that's even worse. No, it's not. I don't but know. I, think, I get it. Yeah, yeah it, it was just a little more difficult. And then when I got in the military, everyone was pretty much younger than me, and they were just very immature. So it mm-hmm. just there was really no option for me besides teachers or sergeants, and that wasn't going to happen because I was right. not getting kicked out. Right. So yeah, um, friendships now evolving through mm-hmm. Jess. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very much not looking for anything right now, and I think that's why it's been a lot easier to make friends. Makes sense, because there's not this added pressure, whether Mm -hmm. it's spoken or not. To make something happen. Exactly. And, yeah, or to come across a certain way. And I think it's just more of being myself has made it a lot easier to make those connections with men that I really couldn't before, and it didn't have to be in a particularly romantic way. But I'm not saying that that wasn't the case for them, because okay. I have had what you interests there. come my way right. that I am not interested in, and it kind of did ruin a friendship or two, Okay, because it was just extremely uncomfortable, and that wasn't something that I wanted. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess that, that's the life that's, of Jess's friendships with men. And that's where we are right now. So what about that's yourself? You, you enjoy the company of men and women. I mean, I enjoy Mostly what the women's kind side. of company. I, now I'm just fully woman side. I can't handle You can't handle the day. No, this like, is why no. we're great friends because if a celebrity couple like splits up. We get one of each. Exactly. <laughs> we get a set. <laughs> we get the set. We one can come to me set. and one can come to her. Okay. But we, we'll have to like do a decide which which couple we would want and yeah. then will we be involved in the splitting up of them or it's like <laughs> let's wait for the universe the universe we're very much into okay. the universe all right let's not mess with the wider plan but anyways describe okay. your so pathway. when i was a kid 
I definitely, I knew I liked girls, but I enjoyed spending time with boys. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't have, and I actually think growing up, I had mostly guy friends and not girlfriends. Just probably why I didn't talk that much about bras. Mm-hmm. Just then you only wore sports bras. <laughs> Harking back to a previous podcast. Um, but it didn't, I didn't feel the pressure. And every so often I would have a crush on even my guy friends, but I think it was just, oh, we have things in common. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) The way children do. But not even in in that way. And probably because I was an an only child. So it was a really big thing if I did find someone my own age and we enjoy doing things together. It's like, oh, wow, it's kind of nice having a a person on the other side of you doing whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. So maybe that was part of it. Um, And then high school, did I have, I didn't have any major crushes. It was just little friend kind of crushes. Why are you looking at me like that? Nothing. Nothing. I'm just listening to the friend crushes. Your your eyebrows. Um, And yeah, and again, that didn't discriminate between boy or girl okay it was like pretty even around the bat that's a phrase around the bat. it is a phrase now it's a phrase now around in the, the box bat. around a bat <laughs> millennials around the bat <laughs> um but yeah it wasn't super super pressured and i guess because i grew up like my mom wasn't married she wasn't attached to anybody so i still had like oh you should kind of be independent it's okay to like people but you don't have to pursue it Hmm. and then college came around and then i felt the pressure yeah it's like oh man well especially you went to college in america right and it is it was a different kind of just cultural approach to everything Mm. anyway so it's adjusting to that and and all those things and everybody's hormones are in there. Mm. Heightened state and we're all drinking mm-hmm. and things. <laughs> Heightened and alcohol and mistakes are made. Yes. So I definitely had to adjust to that, but learned to adjust to it maybe in not the best way, aka having sex with someone you don't even like. Mm. But it was just Feeling that peer pressure. Oh my god, my we friends. We all do it. Seeing someone. Oh my god, my friends engaged. Oh, I'm so behind. Blah 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 blah. That was college time. Mm. It's always mm. trying to catch up. Right. That that issue. Never enough. Never enough. Uh, Never get out your, enough. your your violin. Mommy. Um. Yeah. And then twenties was pretty. Like a dry. <laughs> Dry spell? A dry spell. Because I was just home. Mm. And I just, I don't know if it a, was a subconscious thing, but I don't know anything about my birth family. So it's maybe some part of me was like, oh, I could be related to anyone. <laughs> you had like, yeah, which is weird. Uh, I don't want to touch that because what if I'm related to it? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> But then it was great because then I just spent time with my music and then <laughs> I got to improve. Yeah, you focused on you. So, yeah, exactly. And now you're in the States. In a box. Where you're probably not related to anybody here. I don't think so. No. Yeah. But, like, attraction-wise, what what was kind of, like, the, the turning point for you? Was it when you had sex with a guy for the first time? Like, how did that switch that that kind of 
trigger in your brain to be like, I'm not, I'm okay with that. I don't need that. I think I had already, <laughs> I already had a, now I'm remembering more. I had a crush on a girl at that point. Oh. So it was like, oh, I was really interested <clears throat> in her, but she was straight. Oh, this is also the thing. Like with friends, female friends, it's like, you gotta, you kind of gotta know like we had a conversation are you, are you not straight because yeah. i need to know this information because <laughs> if i like you it's like oh cool this could be a potential but if not if then not it's like, you can turn it off yes absolutely you turn the switch but then it's also that putting that pressure on things without actually needing to so i guess i have that switch too because as soon as i find out that like a guy is married or he has a girlfriend or something that switch goes off He's yeah, no longer potential, like, oh, and I you do... are not viable. Yeah, and I do. <laughs> you are no longer viable to me. In my loins, <laughs> to my loins. But yeah, so I guess I have that switch too. It's it's the the men who are single, not attached, and it's the potential is there, and I feel like there's pressure. So I feel like there's a little bit. It's a little harder to just turn that off, especially if I'm attracted to them. Mm. I mean, is. Does time just, it just fizzles out with time? Do you find no, that? No, I avoid you... them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Avoidance. <laughs> I Avoidance is mine. Because if I see you, is a problem. It is a problem if I see you. But if I don't, I don't have to think about you. Okay. Well, I think for me, like, if I have a crush on someone, there's something in them that I do deeply appreciate, in which case, well, I still want this person in my life. So then let's just turn yeah. down the uh, the love eyes and uh, <coughs> and coexist mm. without yeah that pressure. I still I think guess. it's hard. This is this is why the whole friendships and being attracted and you know that switch over I think is difficult because it's it's very situational for sure. And it's you know it's two parties whenever two parties are involved it's it's the the goings-ons of two different experiences mm -hmm. two different mm -hmm. life experiences coming together but yeah i mean i wish i was more attracted to women <laughs> because i haven't had much luck with the, the man side of things but i i have had some really good friendships with men that's good and because it is possible it is that's the thing sometimes people don't think yeah it's possible yeah which is not true sometimes it might take work depending on the situation but it is possible yeah and as especially if you know you you better each other in some way there was a guy yeah. in the military that i became really really good friends with and he's he was a little bit younger than me and he was extremely immature um but he was a sweetheart and i i kind of got to know him while i was in there and uh, we became really, really good friends. I almost saw him as more of a little brother, I guess, than mm. than a romantic. So you're option. into incest, ah? No, learning new things. That yeah. you, you <laughs> of course, of course. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's funny because and I always bring the fucking military up, but like, well, it was it, part it, of your life. Well, for a it long was time. such a you get such dramatic and such deep relationships for mm -hmm. short periods of time because you're hopping around going, but you bond with people very quickly. Mm -hmm. So I had a couple of situations where that happened. And unfortunately there were some situations where 
people were attracted to me and I wasn't attracted to them and I was attracted to other people and they weren't attracted to me. So it was like, there's always drama going around. But when I could find those couple of relationships that were just, we clicked on the emotional and just over it level. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) uh, That we didn't have to worry about that attraction, like getting in the way. Right. And these guys were super cute. Yeah. So it's not like I'm saying, like, oh, they were butt ugly. It's like, no, I can still think that you're an attractive person and just not be sexually attracted to you. Right. There's a difference. And I think sometimes, because of what we observe in TV and everything, when you feel a click with someone, sometimes you can automatically go, oh, relationship. But it's just, oh, no, it's just a person who's supposed to be in your life and who's good for you and you're good for them. Mm-hmm. But in a beautiful platonic way yeah very much hollywood has brainwashed us into thinking that that click is always just we're meant to be and we're gonna fall in love and live happily ever after and i'll have his 10 kids and it'll be great what movies were you watching 10 kids i know someone who had 14 kids in like this decade god rest her vagina Mm. like let's have a moment of silence for her (laughs) vajayj oof 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 how many did you say? 14? 14. I don't even want one. <laughs> I don't want one coming out of there. <laughs> like, no. It's just a water socket by the end. <laughs> Step right up. Step right up. Come to the show. <laughs> you know, but I have heard that, like, after you have, like, the first couple, yeah, like, it opens you up. So your, much your muscles are shot. Or do they advise, like, like, is there... Like, you know, they tell us to do kegels. Yeah, I was just going to say kegels. <laughs> so is there sort of an extreme kegel program for women who have had maybe more than two kids? Maybe. Okay. Maybe that's a secret club you get into after six or seven. Oof. <laughs> On to, uh, like, back to the real subject here. We're just, like, in awe of this poor woman's right. vagina. Yes. But anyway, so in my 20s, I was in that dry spell of not being around what I would consider potentials for mm-hmm. me to even hey man what consider, you doing yeah. like hey no, 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 can we can I kick it with you can, can I, I can I <laughs> can I have it <laughs> <laughs> but then like as you said then I ended up just working on my own stuff and then my own mental stuff which mm-hmm. I'm still working on obviously we all are. yeah um But then I did, I was able to build a better sense of, oh, this is the kind of relationship that's going to work for me. Mm -hmm. And it was like, okay, so older woman, that's my thing. Mm, (laughs) That is your thing That's my thing. That's my thing. The older, more mature woman. So I'm sticking to it. Mm. And it's working out. I like it. I get an older, more mature man, but even those are hard to come by. Yeah. I'm sorry. Slim Pickens. Slim Pickens. Slim Pickens. I, I complain all the time, but honestly, there are a lot of really good guys out there. I'm just not looking right now. So Right, that's the thing. It depends where you're at within yourself at a given point in time. Yeah. But with friendships and the attraction, I do think it's... Unless you can flip that switch, I think originally you can have that talk. Because I know you and I had a talk in mm-hmm. college. Yes. So it's like, unless you have that talk, you're mature enough to do that. And you're able to flip the switch yeah. to, to, to not sexually attracted. Yeah. It's, it's tough. 
it's tough. It's a tough balancing act, and it makes talking, drama. Talking it out is good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard because I feel like some situations you're not that close with the person until mm-hmm. all of a sudden they want to be closer. Oh, yeah, that's true. But I think we should still get better with just saying it. Talking. Like it is. Yeah. In the moment. Like, oh, hey, I really like you. This or, is oh, just hey, where I'm at. I don't want anything. <laughs> Oh, hey, no, thank you. (laughs) I feel like there's that level you don't want to be rude and be just like, yeah, I don't want any of that. That's okay. No, like good vibes, say things with love, but also no, thank you. That was something I saw earlier is like, you can be truthful and not be hurtful. Because a lot of people say like, oh, I'm just brutally honest. And it's just like, you can be honest, but you don't have to be like an ass about it. I think it was Simon Sinek who said it. I listen to a lot of his stuff. Okay, who is Simon Sinek? Simon Sinek is like this. Oh God, he's like a. He's a speaker who, who he mainly. I heard him mainly in the military okay. because he does leadership kind of conferences oh, and he snap. has tactics and. Uh, but he also tactics that you can apply to regular life. Basically, yes. Ooh, I must get on this Simon Sinek gravy train. No, there's a lot. He's written a lot of books. And it just one of the things he was saying was that he went to a theater show and um, it was really awful. But it was his friend's performance. And so, she, you know, she comes out and like at the end and asks him how the show was. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, you know, I could have been brutally honest and said it sucked. But she was on an emotional high right then. Right. And so I'm just going to be like, you know, I'm so glad that I got to see you doing something that you loved. So I didn't lie. That's beautiful. I I didn't say anything that was going to hurt her. And then the next day I called her up and I said, hey, this is what I thought about it when she was down from that high. He didn't Uh have to be cruel at that moment. So I think it's learning how to balance that. And and unfortunately, that's hard with, like, people that you might not know very well. And It's hard. But the more you practice it with people, the better you will get. The more you practice being understanding, the more likely you're going to be an understanding person in the future. Amazing. What? You get to, like... Be the thing that you want to be <gasps> by just being it. New concept, everybody. That's intense. You are who you choose to be. Dun, dun, dun. And movie. yes, that's true. What movie? The Iron Giant. I'm sorry, I think I only this saw is, it once. This is a millennial in a box and she knows no millennial stuff, guys. I, listen, I know the universe, okay? And she I knows know, the millennial universe. I do. And, yeah, we have many movies to catch up on. Listen, I wanted to focus on other things and didn't necessarily get all the films that you got. Yeah. And maybe I've also seen some things that you haven't seen, but I don't make you feel bad about it. Anyway. (laughs) So you. you I don't think so. See, this is good. We're talking. Communication. Communication. This is what it looks like, everyone. We can come back from this. We can. I respect your choices. I am who I choose to be. You are who you choose to be, and that is okay if this is what you're choosing. Was you that shru- good? You shrugged <laughs> like what I was choosing isn't the greatest thing, I'll, but I'm okay. I'll work on my inflection. It's because you are my friend I will allow that. Right. Relationships. Yes. But you can grow them whenever you want. It's about whatever intention you have. They're Communication. Like yeah, you've got to water them and treat them good. And talk to them. And talk to them. Yeah. Talking, everybody. Let's do more talking you to gotta each other. you got to shake some of them, too. I would rather not shake a person. <laughs> or a plant. What plant do you have to shake there so that certain, it grows? There are certain plants that like to be shaked. Shook. Shooken. Have you asked them? <laughs> 
No, I've seen videos that they like to be shaped. And who who is the person of who says yes, this is true? Was it David Attenborough? Yeah. You're lying. Yeah. I can see it in your eyes. I am lying. <laughs> <laughs> I watch a lot of random Instagram videos, okay? Yeah, do. Mm-hmm. Who does that? Yeah, the one who sends me a bazillion every day. Who? I, me? No, no, no. It must be I'm mistaken. super productive, and while I'm productive, I'm sending 13 different videos for you to laugh at. And if you don't emoticon any of all of them, I'm going to ask why. Well, no, it was just I thought you would appreciate this, and then you didn't say anything, so I just wanted to check. <laughs> Look at her communicating, guys. I'm just trying to get a but rise can, out of her. But I she's can work so on that and make you feel that you don't have to uh, respond to now each I, reel. Now I feel petty. I say, oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I win. She wins. <laughs> I win the round. I win, win the podcast. Ding, ding. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Uh, but yes, friendships and attraction. Definitely complicated. Yes, but not impossible to work through. Not impossible. Yeah. Spice of life. It does make things interesting and it's nice. And yeah. You can maybe reflect and like, oh yeah, I've grown. Maybe we'll have time. a future episode on love relationship type of things and okay. life and that'll be fun. the complications of that because I think that goes another level beyond the friendship. Yeah, I, d- I, I will say, like as a last thought that I, I didn't think to bring up before, mm-hmm. I don't think that the friend zone exists. I think people created it in their mind to to, make them okay well no to almost make an excuse as to why they're not getting what they want out of a specific friendship or something i think it was an excuse friend zone yeah i think the french Hmm. the friend zone was created for both men and women who believed that they deserved something and they didn't get it so it's created by unfulfilled human beings yeah, who have perpetrated the lie that the friend zone exists, but it exists to them. It exists to them because it's just, yeah, I, I don't know how else. <laughs> I'm just, I feel like I'm going to repeat it again. It's just, yeah, I just feel like it, it's unsatisfied people who, who think that they are entitled to something from somebody. And when they don't get it, they claim they're friend zoned. Because there's such a negative connotation to it. Yeah. So I, I will say that I don't really like the friend zone word. And well, and I do think that, that men may use it more, but there are women who yeah, use it as well. That's They're true. like, I did this for you, so I, you know, I deserve this. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, because good human beings don't do something in order to get something back. They do something because they're right. a good human being. And ultimately, if someone is meant for you or if whatever is meant for you, You'll get it. You'll see it in your life. And yeah. if you don't, then... It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. And that's fine. Move on to greener pastures. Because there's so many more things that can be. The world is infinite. Yeah. And there's so many people. So many people. Yeah. yeah. Don't, get, don't get hooked up and just hung up over one little inconvenient jerk that might not realize how great you are. Yeah, ultimately, you don't want to waste your time with yeah. someone who doesn't see that in you. Yep. And then we will go further into that in a love episode. Exactly. <laughs> because once you find that love, ooh, 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 mm. it's nice. Yeah. But friends are also nice, too. Oh, friends are great. 
friends are amazing. They'll come and sit in closets with you and record podcasts. So what's not to like about that? I know. It's a perfect situation. Perfect. Okie dokie. <laughs> On that note. On that note, tune in next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Millennials in a Box. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to like, subscribe, or comment. And hopefully we will see you next week.